Okay, and welcome back to another episode of the Saucy Boys Podcast. I go by the name of Chaku. Michael Stokes, baby. And we are trying to hit on Yeezys. Oh, no, not necessarily. It's saying that it signed me out of the app, and I'm like, when did it sign me out? I haven't signed out anytime soon unless somebody is using my app. See, that's the shit that I hate about. We're just going to jump into it with that. That's what I hate about, like, the sneaker apps. Because anytime, like, there's a drop, like, automatically, oh, you've been signed out of your account. So, like, whenever I do, like, shit on JD, like, whenever they have the exclusive access, like, the site freezes every time. And then whenever I'm able to log in, it doesn't log me in. And it's funny because any other time, like, I log on to, like, look at shoes for, like, my daughter or, like, something like that, automatically pops up. Cool. Go straight to cart, check out. Don't have to log in, none of that shit. But as soon as there's a drop... My shit gets all wonky. I'm like, whatever, dude. This is a drop. <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we've been gone for a minute. We have been, um, same thing, just kind of refocusing, refreshing, trying to reformat things and, and you know, get y'all a, an amazing product. I like that the pod has become something that you clamor for. You know, it's something you, you thirst for. It's something you crave, you know. But it's not something you can get in abundance. So what they call that is supply and demand. demand. You know, had to break it down like that because people were just, you know, expecting us to just drop back to back episodes. And then now, you know, all the questions I get all the time is when y'all going to do another episode. And it's like we didn't know y'all liked it that much or glad you do. Appreciate it. We really do. Um, But yeah so surprising to see the feedback and like well we're not gonna drop another podcast episode i ain't got nothing to listen to to drive to to work and blah 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 so i mean there's a billion podcasts out there people like it it doesn't have to be the saucy boys every day of the week unfortunately um but you know if that was possible to happen that'd be dope you yeah. know joe rogan puts a podcast out every day of the week every day i didn't know that until i actually i wanted to, i listened to him for one, his last dave Chappelle mm-hmm. pod on spotify and i think i just accidentally clicked subscribe and then i kept like getting them every day after and i was like yo what the yeah fuck? you know this nigga does this shit every day and they're long episodes fuck it, like three hour episodes of fucking that takes and i say this and it's not even hating i'm just saying the only reason I think he can get away with that is because he's been doing it so long. Yeah. So the equity is already built up. You can't just come into this game and drop three-hour podcasts every fucking day and think people are going to listen because yeah. it's not going to happen. You got to have that equity first. I think what really helps him, though, too, um, with his shit is like he releases clips constantly. Yeah. Which is crazy because you have people that have you know great podcasts and shit, but they don't be releasing clips like that. And then, like, some of the other ones that I listen to, it's like, they don't even put out clips. They just, like, but y'all got to understand, like, this shit takes a lot of work behind the scenes just to even put together. And just depending on where you're doing it at, like, if you don't have a studio set up and you're just, you know, doing this shit at a homie's crib or doing shit wherever, you got to set up, break down, you got to do all that shit. And then once you get done, you got to dump footage, you got to edit the video, you got to do all this shit. And then on top of that... You're not going to automatically remember where the good parts are. You have to go through and watch the shit front to back. That's that's why I would say, like, if we had a third, not yeah. saying we want a third. No, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but if there was, like, someone out there who would just be able to, like, 
oh what you want clips like yeah, yeah. i'll go through the episodes and chop and, and chop like chop the, cuts yeah, clips like, for you guys like like highlights that'd be great like people want the highlights the shit you could post on Fuck tiktok yeah. and all that and like it takes a certain level level of dedication and i mean me and mike are pretty dedicated people but that shit man like that's just is annoying and as you'll find out when we get to the topic on new hobbies there are like more things to just pop up that distract me from you know yeah. being able to sit still and 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 shuffle through a whole episode just to give you a, yeah. a clip about me talking about power rangers or some shit like oh yeah yeah i would love that um but i don't know if a, a certain listener out there were to wanted to take that upon themselves to do it it'd be much obliged and i don't know maybe we can trade it for like a recurring spot on the pod is yeah. like a voice chiming in or something like that i don't know there's room for you you just won't get the third title yeah. you know what i'm saying It'd that just is, be like saucy boys it's a duo featuring still. featuring guests yeah featuring like yeah for this one episode but yeah if you want to try it go ahead get get after it but um speaking to dope people contributing to the show um we actually had one of the listeners um carolina and she ended up treating us to this amazing bottle so we got this don julio 70 um anejo anejo Anejo. but she swears that this is one of the best so we're gonna give it a shot i'm gonna give it a taste test first but um mike made the the bevy and i'll let him explain his concoction oh i've I've been tasting this it it tastes uh fantastic anyways um what what i call the drink is like a uh, a lemon sunrise a uh uh, what's it called? A, a pink lemonade, I, I guess you can call. It. Yeah, you can just call it like a, a drunk pink lemonade or something like that, I guess. But all it is is it's the the same ingredients to make a tequila sunrise, except instead of using OJ, you use lemonade. I'm pretty sure there's like a name for that, but we're just gonna call it Mike's Secret Sauce. Okay, I fucks with it. You know what I'm saying? I did this on Memorial Day, but I was using the Sincoro. I was using the Mike, Mike Jordan. That Michael Jordan. That Mike Jordan. He was using that Michael Jordan, baby. <laughs> and uh, it was, whew, it was another level. I was enjoying myself that day. I was <laughs> having a blast. Well, um, you've already gave us a sip. Well, we'll go ahead. And well, I haven't had it straight. St- I just had the mix. Straight up. Cheers. Let's go. Let's get it. You know what's crazy? I smell vanilla. Oh, yeah, that smells really good. Going in, it's really smooth. And there's a slight, you know, bite at the end of it, but it's not bad. I rock with it. This is good. This I, tastes um very sweet to me. I rock with it. It's uh yeah. Appreciate that. Appreciate the bottle. That's a good selection. Carolina. So thank you thank you she wanted to make ceviche for the show and i told her i would get back to her on um when she could do it because she wanted to do it with this bottle um whenever we did it on the show but you know life is busy so um oops maybe in the future we'll purchase another bottle and then we'll we'll let you do ceviche for the show but we appreciate it this shit is dope i do this is really dope so thank you for this thank you so much and we're gonna you know we're gonna continue drinking this. We're gonna continue oh. drinking this shit. And if there's some left when you come for ceviche, sure thing. We can... We'll save a shot or two for you. Fuck yeah. All right, so let's dig into this episode. New week, new drink, new topics. Um, been going through a lot this year, of course. You know, started 
pretty horribly, but you know, you got to find ways to, to keep yourself moving, keep yourself focused and all those. And I don't know, it kind of dawned on me recently that I've been doing a lot of, uh, I've been turning my pain into prosperity in a way. And I say that as in the fact of like, I, I've, I've morphed my, my grief and my loss of, of a loved one being my mom at the beginning, at the end of last year, in this year. And I was able to channel that into not even like intentionally doing it. But like, you know what they say is like, you got to find things to keep your mind busy or whatnot. So it's like, I've like subconsciously just been like focusing on things around me, with me and like focusing on improving them. And it's basically spawned into me um, prospering kind of because I, to stop focusing on um, the loss of my mom, I, I started focusing harder at work. Um, and a month, like, was it a month ago? It, no, it was a couple weeks ago, but I, I found out I just got promoted. Hey. So I got a promotion at work. So I got the raise. Um, I've, I've like, uh, I've I picked up these new hobbies and things, which are all just fillers, uh, essentially to keep me from grieving anymore, really, or whatnot. But that's what I'm saying. Like, have you ever had anything that's, that you could think of, like where you went through like a hard time and you, you ended up like prospering in, in the end, or you, you're feeling some type of prosper, uh, you're feeling like you're prospering, um, even on the way out of like a hard time or something like that, because that, that's, that seems to, I, I've heard that saying before pain to prosperity. So I, I wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's definitely levels to, you know, shit because it could be something as simple as like losing, you know, a job up to, you know, losing a loved one or a family member. But, um, I, for me recently, I just, you know, dealing with a lot of shit behind the scenes and, and shit that people don't see, you know, on the on the, the front end of things and trying to navigate that all the while, you know, trying to continue doing your job and, and showing up to these places. And I wouldn't say putting on a face for people, but trying to keep a certain level of positivity. Um, but I, yeah, I would say for me, like recently, um, I've been kind of shuffling through gigs lately. Mm-hmm. And so any t- I, no matter what you do, anytime you lose like a job or you lose a gig, I mean, it, it's not like the worst thing in the world, but it it sucks because you have to go back into making yourself uncomfortable. And so I feel like for these past few months, like I've been very uncomfortable just, you know, trying to navigate things and, and trying to dig into different markets on the whole like dj side of things yeah and even you know contemplating if i I really want to continue doing it on the level that i'm doing it which is a great level but i'm trying to extend far beyond that and i'd realistically like just doing shit around here isn't cutting it so i feel like with that it's just like in between time it's like when i don't have those gigs i like to keep myself generally pretty busy um so it's giving me time to like focus on building more sets and you know digging into different styles of music and so it's helping. So it's definitely turning you know the pain of losing prosperous. a gig into a prosperous thing by being able to dig more into the music and and you know do all those things and yeah. try to book you know outside of you know this whole shit here. Yeah. So yeah, um, 
I don't know if it's like a normal thing, but I don't know. It just always made me think about it because most people they get they it, you you can really judge somebody's character by how they they either bounce back or how they of how they react to getting some type of setback in their life or whatnot. Yeah. And if the drive keeps going of like, well, you know, uh, show must go on mentality essentially, then eventually you're you're gonna succeed or whatnot in the end. So that's the main thing that always is is there for you. And also with you, like I've never seen someone lose a, lose a gig and then get another one to fill it up so damn quick. And it's like your fucking schedule is rotated for as long as I've known you, but it's like it's so crazy how like you'll lose like a long standing gig and then immediately fill that bitch up with something else yeah. um, to take its place. Or like you said, prospering. I mean, for the longest time, Tuesdays were the recording day. And yep. then you were able to fill that up, and so now we've got a Wednesday to, that's opened up out of nowhere, which is pretty interesting. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because like a lot of these gigs, so I, like it, a lot of people would think, you know, okay, like you're a DJ, like you have these gigs or whatever. It's like, what's the turnover for that? But a lot of my gigs that I've had, I've kept for at least like two, three years. Yeah. Like there hasn't been like I play at a spot and they're like oh no nigga this ain't working like we got to get you out of here. And wouldn't you say that's like the normal like yeah you're, you're in the field in that kind of like the uh, normal. I feel like that's the normal like shelf life for things because you get into these situations where these establishments switch ownership or they switch managers and there's always a manager that's gonna be like I'm gonna bring my homies in fuck this guy yeah and it's not on no shit like I don't take it personally I really don't because if it was me like i would want to ride from my homies i'd be fair about it yeah that's my thing with a lot of this shit is like a lot of people ain't really fair about it like i wouldn't tell you like the day before your gig like hey by the way we're gonna go a different direction um but i would give you a heads up like look like i got these people coming in i'm gonna try this shit out like i'm giving you a heads up so that way you can find and you know try and book something else or yeah. i would try to get you set up you know what i mean like but a lot of people don't think like that i'm my mentality is is I feel like if I put a stamp on somebody and be like, okay, this is me, this is my brand, and this is you know how I reflect how I do business, like I'm gonna provide a service for you and I'm gonna ride for your business and do what I can, you know, as long as you're taking care of me. And at the end of the day, if we decide to part ways, then it is what it is. But I'll still support what you do. Like there's no bad blood, and I would expect, you know not expect but i would hope that you would do the same for me like whenever you see somebody like oh shit chaku like he's a, a great dj like yeah. let's bring him here let's do this so like rapport really yeah so I, I try to keep that with a lot of places i have but i mean sometimes this shit kind of you know fizzles out and you kind of break relation and it's no hate shit like i still see people when i'm like cordial i'm like yo what's up like i'll chop it up i know some people probably don't like me because lately I've been popping a lot of shit because I'm just done with like the disrespect and the bullshit that we get when you're, uh, I, I hate to say it now, but I guess I'm kind of like a vet. Fuck. Yeah. Um, put some respect on it. <laughs> I'll kind of a vet when it comes to this shit. So you're not going to treat me how I got treated whenever I first came in Fuck yeah. to this shit. And you know, I would expect exactly. You just put more respect on, on what I do. Because at the end of the day, it's like I'm a professional in this shit. Bitch. So I take, you know, I take this shit serious and I take a lot of time behind the scenes to, you know, bring different shit to the table. Bitch. <laughs> so I, you know, um, but 
with that long-winded response um yeah i mean that, that's just it is what it is that's it's, why i've been able to maintain my gigs throughout the years and i think it's interesting because it really doesn't matter the business or anything but that that mentality goes like across all uh, which has bit my tongue all businesses of like if someone new comes into ownership they want to bring in their people you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, especially in sports, that's like the big thing. Like if, if, if I, if I get a coaching job and the owner sells the team after I get the job, the new owner, He's gonna be he, like, like it don't yeah. matter what that, that three year deal I just signed for my, my job. It's like, nah, we going to try you out because if you don't work, then I got a homie I want to bring in. Yeah, I got you know what I'm saying? Like they, this isn't my team. I inherited this. At the end of the day, somebody's always coming for your job. Yeah. So it's up to you on that end to be like yo like i'm really i'm really like fight for your shit like do do the work a lot of people get complacent and they get lazy and they just oh i got this spot and i'm comfortable and i'm never comfortable in the spot that i'm at i'm always i wouldn't say worried but i'm always thinking about okay if i lose this shit today what's my next move and i feel like a lot of people aren't like that like they just sit there and they're like they lose a spot and they're like oh like i can't find a a gig nowhere and i've always told myself this i'm not a fan of doing weddings but if that shit's bringing in the bread catch me in a suit nigga because i'm DJ doing a, the wedding i'm DJ. doing a fucking wedding <laughs> especially like the the weddings that i've seen these niggas do where they don't even bring a mixer they just bring a laptop and just press play on songs nah y'all about to run me my money so um, but that that's that's a low end that's like <laughs> that's me just bringing a laptop <laughs> 500 is just me bringing a laptop if i'm bringing speakers and and lights and all that shit you got me doing fog and you got me on a mic announcing a party i'm not gonna say my price but just know it's not it's not cheap like i need fog <laughs> yeah i need fog when but i'm walking these, out some of these wedding djs clean out but the reason they do is because they invest in their equipment yeah and some of the setups and the shit that they have is like crazy it's wild so props to them props to anybody that does weddings because one that's a lot of shit to do with you got to deal with the family i picked up a wedding um coming up this saturday and it's not even like a hectic thing but just being in contact with somebody that often like they have my number so they have access to me and they're constantly like emailing me like this hey is did you get earth wind and fire on the playlist yeah and it's like i've been doing this shit for years so i know you know what to have and what not to have or whatever but it's just the people outside that don't get it so they're just like constantly text me hey and by the way like the bride needs you know this this and this hey, and we, i'm like we really gotta have darius rucker wagon wheel on there yeah <laughs> Either that or fucking um, what's that Copperhead Road or Copper? So whatever they'd be doing a line dance to it. Yeah, that that no. Hey, my grandma really wants to hear Sweet Carolina. Yeah, that or um, for some weird reason, Ed Sheeran "Shape of You" is always like, uh, do you have? I get that request. Like the last couple of times I've done a wedding, like I've gotten that request. It's weird. I don't know. I like the song, but it's. I don't know. Just uh, won a lawsuit against the estate of uh, Marvin Gaye, which is interesting. Isn't it funny how how Marvin? Uh, kind of ironic. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. So the estate is the surviving members of your family. Marvin Gaye murdered by his father. Everyone knows this. Yeah. Um, in a scuffle, 
And ever since then, it seems like his estate, his family, has just been going after everyone who uses a sample of his music. Because they want that money. And they always fucking fail at the end of the litigation, which is fucked up. Because for Marvin Gaye, it's like, we like him, but it's just like, yo, whoever's running the estate is, they got to fucking relax, man. Because some of the shit they be throwing out there is just ridiculous stuff. Um, So I think the thing with Ed Sheeran was it was like a mix-up. Uh, a mix that he plays of one of his songs. What was the fucking song? I forgot the name of the song. Um, but is that a that this is a fucking slow dance song? You know what I'm saying? You've heard it before. Uh, We've heard it, but they play it over. Da, da, da. Yeah, darling, something. I don't remember the rest of it. Uh, but they play. He plays that at concerts over the "Let's Get It On" beat uh, because it plays up well. And I guess they took that to court and was like, well, he stole our music. He stole the music. It's funny because you go to shows. So I went and seen uh, Krongbin at um, uh, Tobin. And they did like a whole medley. And they did fucking... Um, uh, uh, fuck, what's the name of the song? Uh, Gen- no, was it Gin Juice? I don't know. It was some like West Coast like... yeah. But like they did this whole medley with like a bunch of different songs. I'm like, y'all gonna sue the niggas? Like, it's a cover. I don't know what it is. I, I think it might be more of an old school thing because there's a lot of people who've like, uh, what's his name? Ben Folds Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like back in the day when he was on his shit, one of yeah. the, the most dopest things he would do was he would play like Gin and Juice on the piano and everyone would fucking love it. You know what I'm saying? But Snoop Dogg wasn't saying like, yeah, we gotta hit him with some litigation. You know what I'm saying? You know what though? Snoop get his money everywhere, oh, so yeah. <laughs> it probably Bitfo's like, yeah, I'm just gonna pay this nigga already because I don't want no problems. Um, but no, nah, it's crazy because like the whole Marvin Gaye thing, right? Like it was blurred lines was a fucking a huge thing. Mm-hmm. But being a DJ and like trying to blend those two tracks, they sound so similar, but there's just a hint that's like off on it. And you could tell, and I'm just surprised that, like, they made that shit a whole, like, it was a big fucking thing. And I think, they, I think they ended up getting something from it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won, uh, they won on that one, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I do think they did win. And that's why, like, Robin Thicke has, like, been, I mean, that and he cheated on uh, Paula Patton. Which is ridiculous, but uh, isn't that crazy? Like, the baddest, like, women that... The common folk think are like the baddest. Yeah. Keep getting cheated on. But you got to think about behind the scenes. Because even though she a very beautiful woman, what if she like... You know yeah, you know what? What if she like does random shit like sticks her finger in her butthole and then runs up to Robin and is like, ah, I got you, bitch. Hey, look, man. I don't want to get in trouble <laughs> for any of this. So I'm, I'm going to say, preface this. <laughs> these are not my words. I'm recanting the words that I heard. But I heard... It, I was listening to another pod and they were talking about this. And similar to this and like one of the dudes on the pod was like bro y- y- you show me a bad bitch and i can show you a nigga who's tired of fucking with yeah and i immediately was like damn that's real that's something dudes just don't that's something that we really don't just think about like well like i've always heard the saying of like oh she's that pretty and crazy then there's a reason there's if she's that pretty and single there's a reason for it yeah there's that but then it's like you gotta think like what you covet there's probably a guy who's been put through some shit yeah, with her. And he, sure. he, he'd probably tell you a whole laundry list of the shit. And vice versa. 
yeah. for women too. Yeah, it works there's for women a dude, too. There's a there's a light skinned OBJ looking ass nigga out there that these women probably covet, and there's probably like four baby mamas who would tell you he ain't shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it, it's kind of like a perspective thing that it we go, don't think it goes, about. It goes either way, both ways. It goes it goes both ways. Um, yeah, I mean, because you think about it, like you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. You know, even Holly Berry is fucking amazing. I still can't believe that shit. Eric Benet, you know what I mean? Yeah. And prime Holly Berry, too. Yeah, that was, we talking prime. Like, this is like after sword sw- Swordfish seeing Halle Berry. Yeah. Like, after Monster Ball seeing Halle Berry. How the fuck you cheat on her? But then again, I don't know what's going on in that house. Eric Benet might have just been fed up with that shit. I'm going to tell him myself. But <laughs> I had a, a DVD player, like a TV combination. Mm-hmm. And one of the things on the uh, DVD player, it had like a loop setting. Yeah. Oh, this nigga. So, yeah, that Holly Berry swordfish scene. <laughs> and I had to set that shit on loop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just told on myself. But, you know, oh, college, right? Oh, man. <laughs> college, right? Yeah. Lonely dorm room nights. Wait, wait. Your, your TV has a loop setting? For the DVD? You don't remember that shit? No. And so it was like you had to catch it at the right point. I never had a TV with a DVD player in it. I only had a TV. I only knew of TVs with the VCR in it. I I, I probably should have looked for a TV with I a DVD player. I vaguely remember it. Either, it. either it was the DVD TV combo. Unless it was a VCR DVD combo. Or, or something like it was my uh, PlayStation. Ooh. Yeah, I think it might have been because it, it has a loop, right? Because yeah, it does. There is a mode to hit loop on a DVD on there. Yeah, I think it was, and it loops like a few. What and yeah, this guy right that here. scene was looped. Halle Berry. You had to catch it. You had to catch it at the right points, and then hopefully you didn't get that drag over to where you see Hugh Jackman's face. This guy. You just had to keep it on Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Yeah. Halle I don't know Berry. what it is, but Halle Berry and, and fucking Salma Hayek, bro. The two goats. The so goats. Hack, I've, I've said this before, but all I want is a hug. That's it. That's <laughs> like on my bucket list. It's just a hug from Salma Hayek. If y'all can make that happen, that would that would just make my... I bet you she's just like a fucking ball of sunshine. A ball of sunshine. I always see her Instagram posts and shit, and I just like... Oh, you follow her on Instagram? I do. Do tell. I do. <laughs> I follow Salma Hayek. I don't know. She's like, like top of top, and top of the top, top of the top, top two, and she ain't two. You saying. know, you know who's a real, um, who's right behind her and is and is kind of newer and fresh face. Mm. And I don't know how people feel about this, but I don't give a fuck because it's my opinion. Uh, Haley Steinfeld. She eh. for some reason to me she's just fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, like see, it. you know, no, nah, not for me. Too like white. I said, I don't give a fuck. It's my opinion too white you think uh, so yeah way too white for me i'm good i don't know something about her is just like fucking really super cute mm. i've been off of uh melanin deficient women for a while now. <laughs> i'm not even gonna lie bro um i've said that i've said that before I, I i stopped being interested in white women after i saw uh get out um oh yeah but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of fucked things up yeah i just really haven't been interested in them but yeah it, it's i don't know there really hasn't been like a white woman that i've just been like oh man yeah she's bad is she really white though yeah steinfeld yeah, steinfeld yeah, it's, it's let's white. let's do some google searching steinfeld is jewish i gotta yeah. i gotta know because she might be something else but i think what it is for me is it's the eyes you know what's wild is she's gonna be here 
in San Antonio. She's doing like a Comic Con thing. Oh uh, yeah. And there's a photo op. So is Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Fuck that guy. I don't Spider-Man. care about him. All I care about is Haley. <laughs> um but she's twenty six, so she's not too Do six. Uh, um I don't know. I, honestly, I thought you were gonna say like Zendaya or something like that. I I do like Zendaya, but I feel like she's a little too um what are you not body positive? But no, no, that's what not. What are you saying, DJ? Uh I don't know. I'm just fucking with you. I don't know. I she she's very beautiful, but it just I yeah. don't know. Something about it's the I feel, I feel like it's the eyes. It has to be the eyes. She's really pretty to me. Um but no, nah, she'll be here in San Antonio. Um and there was an option to get like a photo op on the the Comic Con thing. This nigga got a photo op. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. You know why? Because I would be super nervous, and it, bro, by the time I got up to take a picture with her, I would be drenched. In I was about sweat. to say you really couldn't hug her because as soon as you lifted your arm up, she'd see the pool of sweat. Exactly. No <laughs> bullshit. Like I would probably see him just like, hey, and then like turn around. Like what was that shit that McLovin did in Super Bad? It's nine a.m. Yeah, yeah, that would be me. I just, so I paid all that money for a photo op and then I just uh, <laughs> and then turned around and just walked the fuck out. Uh, you know, <laughs> you told her what time it was. Chicky, yeah, chicky, yeah. <laughs> hey, Chaku loving. Oh man, I'm uh, upon this question before we move to the next topic. Uh, I'm Zazie Beats over here, brother. Oh my god. Uh, and I thought you were gonna say Zazie Beats. Honestly, I take. Um, I hate to say I take her over Zendaya. Oh no, I take Zazie Beats over Zendaya also. I, I love Zendaya, but I'm just I'm not like I'm not like I think she's a beautiful person, but she's just not my type at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Zazie Beats, on the other hand, is <sighs> Oh my god. That is see that? You see I'm uh swishing the drink around? I seen her in something recently mm-hmm. and like she came across the screen. I was just like, Oh my god. Radiant. That's another one too. I it's just I don't think I can meet I can meet Salma Hayek because I feel like she, I, I don't feel like I'd be as intimidated, but she's like up there for me. But like, I would, I'd be fumbling over words and shit. Like, I've, I've, I like your shoes. Hi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Nazazi, ooh. Yeah, she's another one. Right. Anyways, this is the saucy boys, not the lusty boys, okay? <laughs> so let's, uh, <laughs> let's keep it moving. It, uh, it, oh, one, one like? thing real quick. <laughs> If I ever get to a certain level um, with anything that I do and I have the opportunity to befriend either a, a Salma Hayek or a Zazie Beats or Haley or Zendaya, I really hope they never hear this. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's it's going to be out there on the Internet. It's so. crazy. Like 10 years from now, you, you just so happen to find yourself in a relationship with one of them. And, oh, Lord. Like, you know, everything's all good. You're coming home. and. <laughs> Never listen to any of my shit like ten years prior to us. You walk in on Steinfeld with her AirPods in. She was like, "So I just I didn't know you liked my eyes that way." <gasps> She's like, "Oh my god, babe! I heard your old podcast. You're so sweet." It was trending on Reddit the other day. Oh, trending it. on Twitter. They told me all about it. God damn you, internet! But yeah, Haley, I know you're out there. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this now, so Hi. that way, if I do get the photo opportunity, you're you're amazing. Um, yeah, 
Let's just keep yeah, let's keep moving. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Speaking of See, new look, hobbies. I even got choked up doing that shit. So imagine me trying to take a photo where here's a new hobby for Chaku stalking Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I would I never take it. Uh but shit, uh, shit. Uh we've been doing a lot of like new new shit out here, trying to um you mentioned it before, getting out of the comfort zone. That's something that we definitely a lot of people just don't do that often. And mm. I I feel like it, it does cripple you. Um creatively and um you know what i'm saying it, it, it's always fun to do that so with that being said um after turning pain to prosperity you gotta like look around and start taking tolls on everything in your life and so with me my thing was like i want to be healthier this year yeah. no matter what i like i gotta be healthy and i gotta see some type of results and so for me it was trying to find something that that i i could do to like lose the weight but I'm not thinking about it all the fucking time. And I've mentioned this before. I used to BMX when I was younger. Like before I got a car and all that shit like that. So had to. Yeah. It was <laughs> like my main route of transportation. You, to get anywhere, you had to take yeah. that bike. Main route of transportation, but then it was just how you hung out with everybody and shit. So from like age ten to fourteen, that was like my way of life. And then you stop doing it because you either move or something like that. So I always had in the back of my mind of like someday I want to get a bike again. And um, shout out to my girl. Um, she was just at fucking, I think she was at Marshall's and she like sent me a fucking picture and she was like, hey, look, they got bikes here, like mountain bikes and shit. And they were relatively, they were decently priced and brand names that I've heard of. And I was just like, oh, fuck, that's dope. So I was like, well, where's the store? What Marshall's did you go to? I might slide through and get it. But first, let me run over to Walmart and like price check over there. And I, I went to Walmart and eventually just pulled the trigger on a bike while I was there. So I, I got a mountain bike and that that's like my new hobby now, bro. It's, it's my fucking jam. Like, I'm not even lying, dog. Like, I haven't been to the gym in three weeks mm. because all I do is ride that fucking bike. Just, and yeah. it's the best because I don't have to psych myself up for it. Like, I want to do it still. Yeah. Like, even there's times when you go to the gym where you'll sit in your fucking car and be like, fuck, man. I ain't gonna lie. That was me today. So I got off of work and I was just like, I'm gonna go to the gym. But the way I've been back to back lately, I've been just so fucking tired. By the time I got done, I was like, I, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Like, I would go to the gym, but I wouldn't get the workout that I wanted to get. So yeah. I just kind of was like, nah, let me skip today. So I skipped today. Today's The mom. crazy thing is, like, I think I... <clears throat> I I could say it. I probably half asked my my ride today, but it was still like a very good workout because I'm outdoors and yeah. you sweat more and shit. And I don't know about you, but I've always been the person if I'm doing cardio and shit, like I want to be going somewhere. Yeah. Like that's why I really never really I can do treadmill. I can do elliptical. I can ride the bike in the gym, all that shit. It's cool, but I never really feel fulfilled because I'm not going anywhere. I feel like it goes faster too. Like if you're like on a trail or like you're yes. doing something, because like if you're on a treadmill, like it just feels like it you're there for fucking takes ever. fucking forever. <laughs> that 20 minutes is the longest fucking 20 minutes in your in the world, man. Keep that rolling. Keep that yeah, rolling. Yeah. But nah. So my thing is just you know getting on the bike again and that's you know it's, it's become like my fucking life i love it i like l-o-v-e for real um it's the best um i got myself a nice little uh huffy i've already started doing some adjustments on that bitch um like i did the worst thing in the world i bought the bike and immediately took it to the trail which that motherfucker could have like fallen off on me i could have like 
went over like a bump or something and the handlebars could have came off or some shit like that i i could have fucked myself up but i was just so excited to have that bike and like go ride because for like the last year i i'd go to these parks and like jog and shit and i kept getting passed up by bikers and i was like man they got the special shit too fuck yeah they got the nice shit that's why like like when you showed me the bike and i sent you that site i was like yo like i'm trying to grab one from here i'm trying to too eventually but i personally i don't feel like i've earned it yet i feel like you're not you're not you're a big poser if you like you're like i want to get into something and you immediately go like well i'm going to get like the best thing you have yeah the top of the top yeah even though i don't deserve it and i'm not even going to use it properly so i was like let me just get the cheap bike right now then when I feel good, I'll sell this bitch and just build my build uh go to bike world and get one custom build or some shit like that. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing right now. And so, it's awesome. That's always been a thing on my list of like shit that I wanted to do. I actually I wanted to get a motorcycle. Um, so that's still on my list, but I I'd rather go bicycle first. It's a lot safer. Yeah. Um not a lot of cardio on that motorcycle either. Yeah, not a lot of cardio on that <laughs> Um but yeah, no, it's definitely on my list. So I think I'm hoping on my birthday. Um oh, shit, that's coming up. Yeah. Hoping on my birthday I'll make that purchase and so that way we can hit these trails and, and you know, do whatever. But for me, I always gotta do the research behind it, be like which one to get, you know, which all that other shit. So yeah. that hasn't been a new hobby for me yet. Um New hobby for me, I haven't really had a chance to like really dig into anything or get into anything but one thing i've kind of dabbled in is um recently i've been purchasing uh trading i'm not trading is it trading cards just basketball cards uh really i for some dumbass reason i've been on tiktok and (laughs) there's your reason motherfucker Some dumbass reason I've been on TikTok. You know, I you know I think I think kicked it off. I some for some random ass reason I watched some show on Netflix, and it was like this guy, and they were trying to find like this. Um, oh, LeBron. I know the show you're yeah. talking about. The fucking uh, the show with the dude with the rubber looking face who owns like the like the high end uh, uh, betting yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I was telling Tanya about that while watching. Sorry. I, Mention my girlfriend's name. Uh, erase that from the record. <laughs> um, but I was telling my girl about that while watching it because the triple logo man was a big deal. Yeah. And I remember when the – I forgot who won it. I think there might have been multiple. I'm not sure because I know one of the people who won it, they gave their shit away for a yellow Lamborghini. Well, there was only one, right? I thought I, there was only one. I do there's not like, know. There's other logo ones, but I think like the triple logo was like the big one. So there was a commercial that would play on YouTube when that shit was happening. And it was like a dude in like an anonymous mask. And I forgot. I think he worked for Whatnot, the Mm. Whatnot app or Whatnot. And he, uh, ironically, uh, (laughs) but they were like straight up like we're looking for the triple logo, man. If you get it, we'll give you it was like we'll give you the uh, a, a new like 2022 yellow Lamborghini for your triple logo, man. And then like a couple weeks later, the video of the dudes pulling it came and it was like, congrats, come claim your Lamborghini. And I'm pretty sure they turned it in for the Lambo. Nah, but I but that was the crazy thing because on the show they clearly sell it for yeah. money, and, and I'm like sitting the, like I kept thinking I was like, well, who turned theirs in for a Lambo then? Like there's got to be more out there. So I don't know if it was. A, we'll have to look that up. But um, yeah. So they got that and they got a cool million. 
cool million off of just a card yep. but see the thing that sucks about the whole trading card game is is that these it's packs of boxes that you get like some people expensive shit. some people buy these shits in bulk and then they do these boxing or unboxing things on um like instagram or like whatnot app yeah whatnot or uh tiktok and they try to see what cards they can pull which i just kind of buy them randomly so that way if i do pull anything good it's like okay i have that card right so i think i've bought maybe like two box. hold on let me grab the box but that's the thing though like those briefcases and shit that they be getting i think those things cost like a g you know what i'm saying and they just sit there or open them um also that guy was the dude who was with drake um when they when he pulled that uh was a rookie jordan or something like that yeah so that's also pretty cool right there so the one that i got is i like i have the uh it's panini yeah panini (laughs) uh prism but yeah so i grabbed this box and i think this one was like 40 but there's people that buy these shits and like they come in like the fucking case or whatever. but it's crazy because like you get notifications when these things are gonna drop and you have to go and grab them quick because if you don't then people will buy them by the case so i haven't opened these ones yet and i have two more that are on the way um but yeah so i'm just kind of hoping i could pull something just kind of set it aside i do have some cards so there was two things that kind of led me to like just randomly picking up cards my parents back in the day they had uh, my mom had gotten like a couple of boxes of cards from uh, one of these guys that she used to work for and he had a bunch of random like collectible shit right yeah so he gave her the two boxes and they sat in my garage for Mm. years yep for years and collected dust i still have to buy another case for like the rest of them so i have these down here but you probably can't really see them on camera but so in this one like these are all my old pokemon cards i don't know how much these are worth i got some holographics in there got some, you know, a little bit a little bit like I got the nine a, tails cut i got a mexican hitmonchan <laughs> i got some i got some japanese cards in here um but yeah, so I don't, it's crazy because like half of my collection, I think my brothers ripped it and they just fucking like gave it to their friends. Fuck yeah. So my Charizards and all that shit. I was about to say, your brother, it was like, you got a Charizard. Your brothers was like, I got a Charizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so like I have all these old basketball cards and I don't know how much they're worth. I got basketball cards. I got baseball cards. It depends. I know when they talk about this and you're looking for um, certain ones, you need to be looking for Fleer um tops and uh there are other ones but the thing about it is and like why this is such like a lucrative industry is because motherfuckers bought they like the same thing they do now but they sit on the cases for years so like dudes that's that's why like it's worth a lot more so it's like if you cop like a a case of fleer rookie cards from 1984 and that bitch hasn't been opened till now well, if you open that bitch and you end up pulling like the rookie Hakeem yeah. and a rookie Jordan out of it, that's the come up right yeah, there. Yeah, that's just a come up. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it now. It's like if I have this box and I don't open it and there's like a LeBron or like a Steph in here that's like, you know, yeah. a, a, a decent one and cool. Look at this Muggsy Bows. Yeah. That's dope. But so this is like one of the, I didn't want to show y'all this, but 
I mean, it's probably not worth anything crazy, but it's a uh, Scottie Pippen rookie card. Yeah, so. Just take a look at this. Yeah, yeah, looks good, guys. Oh, flare. He's got a flare. Yeah. So, yeah, I just kind of, the main reason I did is because my parents just had these shit sitting in the garage. Look, it's Phil Jackson. Yeah, I was peeping a lot of those. It's it's so funny to me because this is a similar situation to me. I think my mom got hers from uh, like a coworker or whatnot. And oh, this is sick. This uh, is Michael Jordan baseball. Yeah, card. it ain't worth nothing because man's didn't really do much in baseball. <laughs> but but yeah. it's still fucking sick it's, that they it's got cool. this. Yeah, it's cool to have. I was just looking at a picture of him. Um, it was him and Frank Thomas during spring training in 1994. Of them both in their White Sox outfits. It was pretty fucking dope. Um, but um, similar to you, my mom got, uh, I think it was like an old coworker gifted her like his old stash of like uh, football cards. And it was like football, couple baseball, and I think I had a couple basketball. It was, it was a thick binder's worth of cards. Yeah. And because they gifted it to a first grader who knew nothing of that, those cards, uh, they all got fucked up. Unfortunately, and I, I'm kicking myself because I know I had some heat in there, but I just didn't know what the fuck I was sitting on at the time. Um, vice versa, it happened again um, later on when I was like 13. I think she had a coworker who had like a really uh, substantial comic book collection, and my he, I guess my mom had like told him that I like Batman, and he basically gave me all of his uh, every every Batman comic he had. Now it wasn't anything like. He didn't have like issue number one or anything like that, but he had like a lot of shit that I liked and he had like a bunch of completed collections or almost completed collections of, of like a comic series and shit. So I think for me, I had the whole, uh, the long Halloween, uh, series and all that. Then I had a bunch of like the, the graphic novel books that came with it too. But unfortunately I, I think I tried to take them to heroes and fantasy one time and they tried to like lowball me. So I kept them, and then one day, when, at a point in my life where I didn't think I needed them anymore, I did the dumb thing and just took them to Goodwill and gave them away. Damn. And I remember even the dude at Goodwill was like looking at him like, you sure you don't want these? And I was like, nah, I'm good. You sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> you sure? You sure about that? Yeah, it's one of the things I'm kicking myself till to this day, because I, I loved those comics, all of them. I loved every single fucking one of them, but at that time, it was a real dark place in my life. And I was just like, yeah, I don't need them. Let me just get rid of it. Let them shit slap. Yeah, but it's fucked up. But nah, I'll, I'm all for that. It's cool that you you're jumping into that shit. It's like I said, I shared that that Pokemon place that's right by us and shit. So it's like any of these are these are all hobbies and shit that you can yeah. easily jump into and and immerse yourself in. And I like I said, I like, I just grab shit at random. Mm -hmm. It's not like a, it's a something that's developing into a hobby yeah but my thing is i'm a little worried about just opening these like i have them but i don't want to open them because i don't want to tarnish what could potentially be in these packs that's the thing so and it's the same thing for like shoes it's like i have pairs that i haven't even busted out the packaging yet yeah like they're there they're brand new shoes but it's like sometimes you can sit on them for a while and they're not worth anything and the price will just and then up. five to ten years now it's five to ten years from now it's like oh this shoe's worth like three grand and then my dumb ass is like oh well, i just sold this to somebody for like 200 bucks i don't know if i had the willpower for the, to last that long though unfortunately because yeah. i mean 
I well, that's what I meant to tell you. I had a moment finally where um where I finally had like a, a I did a you essentially. Um it's the idea of like you uh you got a shoe coming and you forgot it was coming in. <laughs> and that that did not happen to me before, but uh for my birthday we went to Houston that weekend and I had two shoes coming in. And I like had so much fun in Houston with my girl and everything that I completely forgot that I had them bitches coming in. So we're like driving back home and I get like the the parcel pending notice and I'm like, yo, what, what the fuck did I buy? Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and I started yeah. looking because I was looking for this shirt because I ordered this shit from Pusha T and that was coming in, too. And I was like, maybe my Pusha shirt came in and like he was like, nope, shirt not in yet. Still in like a different city. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck did I order? And it hits me, and then I get the fucking notification from, like, StockX or whatever. And it was like, order delivered. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, shit, I forgot. Like, damn. Now that the first time it hit me, I almost texted you about it. But, yeah, it was like, yeah, I finally <laughs> got, like, shoes in that I forgot I ordered. Yeah, so. I've done that a couple of times. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's crazy because, like, I go in my, my closet sometimes, and I look, and I'm like, what box is that? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? And then... The reason why I forget is because I look at them and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to wear those one day. And then I go back to, like, my same five pairs that I have in rotation. Yeah. And I go in my closet and look and I'm just like. So I think what I'm going to do soon is I might have a sell and just sell all the ones that I said I was going to wear, but I'm not going to wear. Yeah. Um, There's one pair in particular that I really want to put to use and wear. And it's the Tom Sachs ones. Mm -hmm. There's two other pairs that I got. I have a yellow pair and I have an all brown pair. And the all brown pair, it looked cool at the time. And in person, they look great. But I really don't think I could pull those off. So mm -hmm. I'll probably sell those. And then there's another pair of Tom Sachs that are like a gray color. And when I bought those on the site, it had... I forgot the sizing, but it was, like, tricky. And so when I got them, they were, like, a little bit too small. Mm -hmm. So there's a spot here in San Antonio that I want to take them to and see if they'll do a trade. And if they do a trade with me, cool. But if not, then I'll probably just resell those. That And then, you know what's crazy is I bought that pair of dunks, the lottery dunks. And they fit when I tried them on at store. Because I was surprised they had them in store. So I was like, okay, well, let me grab these. And then I tried them on the other day, and they were just the most uncomfortable really fucking shoe wow and i even tried to make them work i took the insole out and i was just like i can't do this so i don't I know how you do that taking the insole out i gotta have that bitch in um i stuck so my shoes get smaller because i put the 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 crease thing in there yeah and it kind of gets a little stuffy on the toes but other than that like the foot and the rest of it is, is like it's perfectly comfortable but if those things work best when I put them in dunks, yeah. uh, to be honest. If I put them in any, like a Jordan or whatnot, it, it's way too fucking narrow, and that's what makes the shoe uncomfortable for me. I've been trying to stay away from like narrow shoes too. Yeah. As of late, because I don't want to be one of them old niggas and my toes be all. You know what scared me is I was in the sauna the other day, and this guy was like talking to me. I just could not stop looking at his foot because his fucking ring toe or his, no, his middle toe, his middle finger toe, this one, was crossed <laughs> over his big toe like that. Like it was fucking doing the I wish. You probably hoop. But yeah, his shit probably was. Probably hoop a lot. Have you ever seen LeBron's feet? Yeah, bro. 
LeBron's feet do that too. That niggas, his, his feet look like they're throwing gang signs. <laughs> like, what um, up, good? But if you think about it, it's like I, I forgot like the number of how many miles they say the the NBA player, an average NBA player, runs in oh, a yeah. game per sure. year. For but sure. you total that up twenty years, it's like, oh yeah, of course your feet gonna look weird. For real, like, you've been literally just been on the motherfuckers for twenty fucking years. Of course your feet aren't gonna look good. That's why when people talk shit about LeBron, I'm like, bro, you don't even run that much in life. <laughs> Like, how you gonna talk about this man and say, oh, that nigga's trash? I wouldn't play LeBron one on one. Yeah. I, I mean, I would like to. That'd be dope. It'd be fun. Yeah. I wouldn't even play Rudy one on one. Rudy. I mean, that would be dope. I wonder if he'd play me. Come back to the tone, Rudy. We get you with Wemby, you know? Don't be <laughs> lit. Also, yo, shout out to my motherfucking Spurs, man. Won the goddamn lottery. You know what I'm saying? Third time in history. Another generational talent. Knock on wood. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. And we know the, the, the history of like seven foot three and above. They all have feet injuries. They all have some type of leg injury. I get it. That's cool. But I'm still going to enjoy this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be all mad and shit because y'all want to hate on motherfuckers because they won the draft lottery again. You I'm sorry. We can't help it. You we can't just take that. this away from me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't be mad. Don't be mad. We got this shit. Yeah. Deal I'm with it. I, you know what the thing I'm not excited about those like Spurs tickets are gonna be stupid. Oh, through the roof! I was enjoying his last few seasons. My t- my seats was close as hell. Yeah, you're getting them closer, <laughs> closer. Was like, this is the life. My dad, I took my dad to a game. He's like, damn, nigga, I ain't never been this close. <laughs> Next uh, season you go, them bitches yeah, in the room. Two hundreds now. Yeah, and I gotta sit in the two hundreds. Y'all say must, lower ball. Y'all niggas ain't shit. Y'all wasn't <laughs> rocking with the Spurs when I was. He wasn't with us shooting in the gym. <laughs> Yeah, you see that? Um, I forgot what bar it was downtown, but they put that that oh, fucking sign. It was like, oh, now you like yeah, the Spurs again. Yeah, now you like the Spurs. Again. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking true. I can't imagine how many dickheads from fucking uh, who like ravaged the city of Austin when they moved here from Cali just fucking drove down and bought a bunch of seats. Yep. Fucking assholes. Yeah, um, y'all ain't Spurs fans. Stop lying. And then they ain't gonna go to the game. They Fuck gonna like no. sell them to their friends yeah. or some shit. Well, I, I had that in mind too, but. After I saw like prices were ranging like seventeen hundred uh seventeen K for like the whole season, I was like, eh, Yeah, nah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a base Honda. Yeah, it's uh, it's like half a car note, essentially. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good on that. Um, but yeah, nah. Like I was this past couple of seasons, nigga, I was I was winning. Yeah. I'm this shit. Niggas like, how you getting all these tickets to Spurs game? I'm like, nigga, they're really not that expensive. <laughs> I remember my uh, my homeboy when he was working for the Spurs, he got me real fucking close. I think I was row seven. Oof. But the only reason we got that close was because it was the Wizards were in town mm. and they are like a historically awful franchise. And at that time I think they were like historically bad. Yeah. So it was like nobody was gonna come to the Wizards game. Niggas That's knew that was up. gonna be a blowout. Fuck yeah, but it was still dope as shit being yeah. row seven. Oh, like, nah, fuck, it's because it's, I've done that too. Like I've gone to a couple of games where it's just like the opposing team isn't really all that. Yeah, and you know it's gonna be a blowout, but it's just the experience. And then that too is like being that fucking close. I'm not worried about the other team, nigga. I'm trying to see the Spurs. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I'm trying to see my favorite players, but um. Yeah, no, nah, these past couple of seasons, man, I've been copping tickets and like I've been getting close as fuck. I like row probably like row four. Like row like right there. Damn. Like trying to get I'm and I told my dad too, I'm like, hopefully by some point I was like, I'm gonna get floor so we can go. Floorski. 
And then, like, even, like, that area or, like, over there behind the benches, like, it's a whole different world because you got your own section. Yeah. And I'm not saying own section as far as, like, you get to go to a special section. I'm talking about you go to the back, nigga. They got food. They got a whole separate bar, restrooms that you go to. You ain't upstairs with the niggas in the H-E-B fan zone (laughs) trying to get nachos or the fucking ice cream. You down there. They got some different. The menu's different. See, like, my old boss, he, uh, at Kickapoo Casino. He went and he wanted uh, season tickets with them. And at the Spurs, at the Spurs Arena, there is an actual Kickapoo Casino uh, booth. Oh shit! So if you if you got like box seats and you're through Kickapoo, then you all go there. So like he would give his season tickets away. And ironically, he won these motherfuckers at the time that the Spurs were on their last like title run. So uh, it was like yeah, it was good games he was giving away. So like it was basically like whoever got it last week. It's like motherfucker, nah. I'm the Bulls are in town. I want to see Derrick Rose. I'm going yeah. this week. You can kiss my ass. But it was pretty dope. He because he didn't like basketball, so he was like, yeah, just give him away or sell him. Here if you, you go. Guys are doing good. But then he ended up canceling them after they stopped. Like I think he canceled them in like 2015 or whatever. Damn, I'm like, man, you fucking bitch. But yeah, Damn. so I've been spoiled in AT and I don't even know why I'm telling you. I brought you with me one time. Yeah. I don't know if you remember it. I didn't remember. Just it just hit me just now. I was like, "Fuck! I brought you. I forgot about that." That's a while back. Yeah, it was a long yeah, time. But long time nah, ago. he um he I I've literally been spoiled to the bet to like the peak to the ex- peak extent in AT and T seven. The only thing I haven't done is sat courtside. Yeah. So that's, that's like um, that's, that's my, my bucket list. That's my goal. And it's funny because like people sit there and like they see me like I'll post like shit randomly. I'm like how yeah, how like you're balling. How did I'm like I'm nigga I'm not I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> I just get lucky sometimes. <laughs> I just get lucky. So fuck. I don't like people know. You know you don't want people to know your yeah your pockets. Get yeah. them my pockets, nigga. You don't want people to know how lucky you can get sometimes. Fuck it's not a money thing. So if you ever rob me, you're just going to be disappointed because I got enough money for me. That's it. That was my mentality in college. <laughs> it's like, you want my social? Sure. Go ahead. Have it. <laughs> he ain't going to help you. You ain't getting shit. <laughs> like, yeah. that shit probably up. My credit score probably going to hurt you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, take my social. Go ahead and scam it. Let's see how far you get with that. <laughs> I meant to send you this video the other day, and these niggas are clowning their homie. He's looking at his credit score in the car, and that bitch is like a, it's like a, like a four or some shit like that. He's like, yo, this nigga probably has like the the lowest credit score on earth. A four? That I was like, yo, that's just crazy. I gotta find a video. I'll show it to you. But okay, moving forward. Are we, you just want to jump in the music corner? Yeah, I'm about to say. I don't think we got enough time for that. We'll, we'll do that later. Yeah. All right. So music corner. Um, I just want to chop it up real quick about um the direction of music, right? So right now, like I've noticed. Back in the day, so okay, we talk about like two thousand, like seven, like that era of music. Like people were just like coming out with original shit. Like the sounds were different, right? So you take a look at like the competition between Fifty Cent and and Kanye, where it was Curtis in um in graduation. Yeah, two completely different textures of albums, two completely different sounds, but both had some. Was it Curtis? Curtis, but they both had some shit on there, yeah. Right, they both had their like their singles, their hits, or whatever. But ultimately, Kanye won. Um, but I mean, something I didn't want to admit in 2007, but I can clearly admit now, yeah. So, um, you had shit like that then, and then I look at the the gauge of things now, and it's like 
the trending songs, right? So yeah. what we're talking about is like anything that's been reposted consistently on social media. So I want to say, and it's frustrating to me as a DJ mm-hmm. because I've been rocking with this style of music for a long time just because it feels good. It feels but, good. Yeah. Okay. Um. So like the little, uh, little, Little Uzi Vert song, the I just want to rock. I just want to rock, rock, rock. It's like a Jersey club. It's like a real bouncy song. So you take a look at it like back in the day, you had like like Jersey club, Baltimore club music. They all kind of like had that bounce and people were doing like the, the SpongeBob or the whatever, you know, whatever their dances were like back in the day. So the music's been around for a while. And the thing that annoys me the most about it is like people now are like, oh, can you play a little Uzi Vert? Like, I just want to rock. So you look at the scope of music now and what's came out recently and you have that song. You have people that are doing like Jersey Club remixes, remixes of uh, like the Coil Ray joint. Um, you have the new Bad Bunny song. Mm. It has a, a Jersey Club vibe. You have... Um, the baby who's back in the, the scene now with with shake something yeah so and they're all just kind of just going off of that formula oh and then um the new kendrick and um baby keem shit i haven't heard it yet but it has the same bounce mm-hmm. and it's just everybody's going which i get like get your money like yeah. people are gonna but it's frustrating on the dj side of things because like we've been doing shit like this for years and yeah. we've been trying to break music to y'all. And I, I posted that thing yesterday about like the whole Afrobeats thing, right? Where people come up and they're like, and that's like one of the most annoying requests to get is because like, okay, like I've been playing Afrobeats. I've been fucking with this shit for a long time. And it's like the most danceable music. And none of y'all want to fuck with it. And y'all want to fuck with it. But then when it becomes like a trend or it becomes popular mm-hmm. because of a TikTok trend, then y'all want to come ask for it, it. Like, dude, we are fucking, humans are sheep, man. Yeah. We're sheep. We're not going to do anything unless the algorithm tells us to, essentially. And like you're talking about algorithm algorithm music now. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to trends and everything like that, like that's that's like the history of music. Everyone tries to bite, go with the trend or whatnot, and try and keep it moving. Like if I can take it back, you brought up the 2007 year, and you brought up two uh, two very good um, bodies of work that year. But at the time, and I remember Kanye talking about this, where the his fucking team came and was like, yo, can you do something with that snap in it? Yeah, it was all and snap music. it was music. like snap yeah. music and ringtone music and shit. That was the trend. So that's where all the artists who got the, it came in, did their little thing, and then disappeared. That's what happened to them. They didn't have bodies of work that would sustain that would stand the test of time nowadays i feel i feel like the only thing that wrong with those guys was they just came out like 15 years too early nowadays their song would have just been adopted into a fucking algorithm on a on a social media app and everyone would have just been requesting it because the app is telling you to the app is basically brainwashing with it Yeah. yeah it's like this is what hot doesn't matter that they're not rapping doesn't matter that they're literally just saying the same thing over and over again um you morons and sheep are all gonna go fucking listen to it and request it you know one thing y'all are one thing i will say is the benefit to that is you have these older songs that are really good and they're starting to get notoriety and they're starting to like get to a certain place on the charts because of the trend so like um 
I'll tell you one right now because it came on while I was eating and I was going to bring it on to this podcast and say that I don't like it anymore. Um, but that Miguel, Miguel, Miguel. song. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is fuck like, that song. It's that, stupid. That's exactly what it's I was going to do. I'm so fucking tired of hearing it. You guys are annoying. You should have just been around in 2010 when it came out. It's not that good. But it's crazy to see like a song from like that time and it's like 10, almost 15 years later. Yeah, you're in the fucking second and life. It, yeah, it's second life. That's good and it's for the like, artists. Yeah, it's good for the artists. It's, it's, it's plays and shit for the artists, but it's just like, damn, like y'all should have been on this. And another thing that I thought was crazy is I seen some dude post a TikTok and he was like in an Uber and the girl hopped in the car and she had said something he was like mike jones she said who and he said mike jones so pretty much like the joke is like who mike jones right yeah and she had no idea who the fuck mike jones was and so he had showed her the song and she's like oh she's like well i don't hate it like i like it but it's like how could you not it's crazy to me that you have all these songs that are like super popular and that are good so you take a look at it from like our standpoint right like us growing up is there songs that were popular in like the 70s yeah right and we know these songs. Yeah, because like, like all the marketing to us was using it. Like yeah. I didn't there's so many songs that I heard and didn't know that it was this popular group, but like I knew the song word for word, beat by beat. We've discussed this before. You don't even have to like Queen. You don't have to know Queen. You don't have to know anything of them. If you like sports, you know Queen songs. Yeah. Because every sporting arena across the world plays we will rock you yep. in the in the studio in the stadium anytime someone wins a championship they always play we are the champions, are the champions it's yep. become co- part of your culture yeah. so you know queen music you just you just don't know that you know queen music essentially but it's crazy because like you have that where it's like it's played in these arenas and it's played in these you know places so it makes you curious like okay well yeah. like i like these songs what else do they have exactly versus now it's like oh this shit ain't trending so like i don't yeah. care about it that too and kids just don't i i don't think younger kids have the the mental capacity to go out on their own and research you know what i'm saying they rely too much on the the algorithm to bring it to them so, yeah, so if them they hear like one good song from an artist that they like from old from back in the day they're not going to go search their catalog yeah they're it's not, not going to happen they, they don't have the the some will you know some will some of them the will. ones that have parents that really like dig into music so like my daughter she's gonna have a an amazing music iq mm. um but it's just one of them things it's like i took time with it like i, I read liner notes yeah. in in album covers and like i i took time with it and i digested the music versus it just being like okay this is trendy i fuck with it now yeah. and so i think that's one of the hardest things for me is like being a dj it's like there's things that I really resonate with and that like I know will bring a certain vibe, but I have to play bullshit to get a reaction versus getting a genuine like like building an ambiance or like a feeling throughout the night and progressing from like, you know, like I'm going to take you on this journey yeah. when I'm doing this shit. Like, you know, start the night off smooth or even like a little like hype smooth. Like there's there's songs that are like good energy, but they're like mellow yeah and so it's like good vibes and and then by you know midnight that's when you know you get into the turn up shit but like now like off rip is like can you play fucking pop that pussy at fucking 10 o'clock and i'm like bro we just got in here yo like the drinks ain't even flowing yet like bro yeah like you 
got me why, out here. Why? Yeah. So you can not dance and record yeah, so you everybody? Not, yeah. So you can sit on Snapchat and be like, hey. And hey, act like hey. act like it's going up around you when you ain't really doing shit. And nobody's at the club yet. Yeah. Like, nobody's nah. there yet. Is is you and two of your other friends waiting for, for women? Nah, clout boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, clout niggas is funny. Take your ass home. But, yeah. I mean, with that being said, like, I just, my whole thing with saying, you know, all this shit about trending music and shit. It's like we've been on this for for years and I just really wish people would take more time to digest the music. Yeah. Um I can agree with I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And um I hope that I hope that us and more people like us can actually uh spread that to the next generation of like, look, you don't have to do what the algorithm tells you. Yeah. You can search out music that you want. It's fun. You, you know how deflating it was when like I was talking to my girl and around the time that we were talking, that's when that that TikTok went viral with uh Dogface. Yeah. Of him skateboarding listening yeah, with, to, uh, to Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, Fleet Fleetwood Mac. I actually thought like my girl liked Fleetwood Mac. And I didn't even put two and two <laughs> together of like, oh no, she's just right, on TikTok nah, a lot. Likes the That's the only reason. And she has like a literal playlist lo- loaded up on her car that literally updates with TikTok music. They call it TikTok the, music. Yeah, so the, the TikTok, music yeah. that's been playing on all the TikToks and come find out, it's like, I thought she had like this eclectic range of music. And I'm just like, oh wow, my girl is so, yeah, like she knows so shit. deep. And then she's like, no, it's just on TikTok. And I was like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck. Fuck. Bait and switch. Yeah. I want my fucking return. <laughs> I want my money back. Want, give me my I got my receipt. Um, but yeah, nah, like it just Yeah, I, I mean that's where I want to leave it at. It's just no. I wish people would take more time to digest the music and, and stop riding trends. Riding trends and riding dicks. For real. I'll tell you one, um, not a dick. No, I'm not doing that. Pause. Uh, I'll tell you one that just recently hit me before we go. Um, cool in the gang. Yeah. Was listening to them the other day because uh, you sent me that that uh, that clip of LeBron with Taco Bell <laughs> oh, and they're playing the uh, uh, Summer. summertime madness yeah, summertime uh, in the background. So I went to like Spotify and just start playing the playlist, like the random list of songs for uh, Cool in the Gang. Yeah. Bro. Was shocked and surprised at how many songs I've heard from them and did not know it was cool in the game because yep. I thought it. I just chalked it up and thought it. This was Gap Band, this was some other person who some other group that was similar to them. Yeah, and I just I I lumped it together because that's what I'll do. Is I think like oh they sound similar oh that they must be that must be the same person. Yep. And what it was was Hollywood Shuffle came on, and I was like this is cool in the game. I never knew that. Was that cool? That's cool in the game. The Hollywood swinging. Hollywood. Hollywood swingers. Yeah. That's cool in the game. He even says it in the song. He's like, I remember I went to a cool in the gang show. I thought he was talking about going. I thought it was like another band who were like cool with cool in the gang. Oh, shit. That's cool in the game. Yeah. I had no clue. Hey, hey, hey. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, what, what you, you got, got to say? say? Yeah. yeah, that's cool in the gang. Cella, uh, no, no, that's celebration. Is it cool? In the yes, gang? a celebration is cool. Yeah, in the celebration gang. is cool in the gang. Also, that's another Yo, one that hey. I thought was Earth, Wind, and Fire my hey. whole life. Earth, Wind, and Fire is like September. And see, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it's shit like that. You yeah. like you those lines get blurred, exactly. especially back then. And these are the things that that a lot of these youths are missing out on, like these moments of like, oh, oh, what. 
this band is like that and that and it this happens all the time like uh they were t- I heard a pod a while ago and they were talking about like grunge music and shit and they were like deep diving it about like how like hey um people didn't like stone temple pilots back in the day because they thought they were just a pearl jam ripoff band mm. and i was like huh i think i can see that now yeah i can hear it now but this far down the line both bands have their own histories both bands have their own fans and it's been it's it's not a muddied water anymore yeah. but at that time when it's the it thing the trend grunge music then you could see her like oh all these people look like clones of you yeah. they're fucking clones of you you know what i'm saying and shit now it's like oh they did delineate themselves from the others the one thing that i can say is really cool about all that and like how shit kind of gets like muddied like that mm-hmm. is because so like I, I look at it now from like a producer standpoint right it's like if i want some shit to sample i can go back and find a band that was trying to like emulate like cool in the gang sound or like whatever and there's some there's some jewels on there yeah. and it's like you go to the record store and you buy these vinyls and they're like a dollar but they got some shit on it he rocks they got some shit and it may not be the whole album but there's one or two songs where you're like bro like if more people heard this shit this shit would be fire yeah yeah so fuck yeah but okay on that note um we're gonna wrap this episode up uh, but once again thanks to Carolina for grabbing us this bottle of Don Julio Carolina and um yeah so we gonna keep it pushing we'll see y'all in the next episode goodbye love you peace <laughs>